What's up? Welcome to another episode of Screen Beans. This is episode six. Yep. Okay. I just want to make sure I had that right. I, I was not very. It would have been seven, but we decided to move Longmire to next week. So now it's six. Yes. Okay. So we pushed Longmire back a week, which also then pushes Luke Cage back a week. But mm-hmm. whatever. We This week's TV was awesome. It packed full of stuff. So, are uh, you ready? I'm ready. All right, let's do it. Warning: This podcast contains spoilers. Enter at your own risk. Okay, first up, Supergirl season premiere, season two. It's now made its move over to CW, which I we both agree is probably going to be better for it in a few different ways. Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, I think it just fits in more with CW and their, you know, their demographic, you know, and trying to get all the kind of DC shows kind of crossing over events and stuff and just being Mm -hmm. able to be part of that, I think is working in it. It's going to work in its favor. Yeah, I I agree. Um, I, I liked how with this episode, it, the big thing, Superman. Right. Was, was there. Um, but I also liked how they just they they pretty much picked it up from where season one ended. Yeah, I mean, which I, think which I thought of, was good. Yeah, and I think that kind of shows like anybody who came from CW or from CBS, it's kind of telling them, "Hey, we're picking up right where we left off." You know, mm-hmm. no, it's not going to be totally different. It's just going to continue the story. Don't worry. You know. Yeah. And I mean, definitely, you know, a few things changed, which you kind of knew, like the DEO. Has a new office. Which I'm glad. I, I like this office a lot better because I I binge watched Supergirl to get caught up to this point. Because to be honest with you, when Supergirl came out last year, I I didn't want to watch it. You thought it was going to be I, a girly show. I, I had zero interest in watching Supergirl. Mm-hmm. I mean, zero. Other than the Flash crossover, which I don't... I, I don't consider it a crossover because Flash went there. She never came back, back over. So yeah, and they didn't even talk about it in Flash. No, he it was mentioned, just a cross. He, he just kind of yeah. He just kind of <laughs> mentioned how long was I gone? Well, huh? What? What are you talking about? And that was yeah, it. Yeah. So, so watching that episode, I I watched it pretty much just because Flash was there. Mm-hmm. But then watching all of season one the way that I did, more things in that episode made sense because. I had watched all yeah, the previous episodes, right. um, so that was that was good. So I really enjoy Supergirl now. Mm-hmm. I it was it was just kind of weird. It's like I you know I enjoyed binge watching it, and then I was actually ready for this season. I was excited for this season, and then I didn't have to wait yeah, three months like- or four <laughs> months or whatever. It's like bam, next week. Uh-huh. Season two started. I'm like, oh, this is this is fantastic. Yeah, and I mean, I like it because it has a totally different feel than mm-hmm. Flash, yeah, than Arrow, you know, all the other shows. So I think that it kind of balances out their, you know, Arrowverse mm-hmm. or whatever they want to they call it. So yeah, and then go, I mean, going back to the headquarters, the headquarters in, in season one. That thing was that thing was ridiculous. Like a cave in the middle of who knows was, where. Yes, and then when they do like the outside shot, it was this. You know, all right, there was two outside shots. There was the aerial shot mm-hmm. that showed the two buildings, and then there was the outside shot showing the trucks drive up. And 
they would put a filter on it to make it look like nighttime. <laughs> but it was the same fucking shot as it was during the day. They just kind of put some kind of bluish filter on there to make it look like, oh, okay, that's nighttime. I yeah. get it now. Well, I mean, it makes, but, it makes more sense now that it's in the city, you know, that it's mm-hmm. there where they, like, and they make the comment, well, I didn't know this was here. Why, why haven't we been meeting here? <laughs> this, and, and this, this episode, I, it was, I thought it, I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. I I enjoyed it because of all of the the little kind of things like that. Where has this always been here? Oh right. yeah, it's always, it's it's always like, been you know, here. People are going to know that it's a different show, and so it's kind of like kind of that fan, you know, recognition. Like yeah, we know it's changed, and mm-hmm. definitely I feel like the feel of the show is the same. You know, I think you know it's a, looks a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, maybe a little a few things look a little different, but. I mean, as a whole, I mean, I feel like they just picked it up and ran with what they had. And, you know, they'll make little changes here and there. You know, like the flying, it seems like a little bit more kind of CGI on on this show. Which, I mean, it wasn't bad. I think just mm-hmm. a little bit different how they were showing their flying and stuff like that. Yeah. But, I mean, I think we'll, as a whole... We'll get the bad CGI in here in a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I think Supergirl was, was really cool. And, you know, with Superman in, in there, you know, I kind of went back and forth. I mean, definitely he looks like Superman. Mm-hmm. I think that the only, if I had one complaint about, you know, his Superman is that he just seems a little small and yeah. it seemed like in some, sometimes they were kind of using the camera angles to like make him look a little bit bigger. But I mean, I think like his personality, his look, his chiseledness, I mean, <laughs> is pretty spot on Superman. I mean, it would be only a little bit bigger, a little bit, I mean, like. You know, sometimes you think, you know, you think beefcake, you know, like super yeah, big mm-hmm. kind of ripped kind of guy. But I mean, I think for this, for their world, I think that he fits in really well. Mm-hmm. And I think with, with Superman, when we found out that they were going to have Superman in the, you know, season two, and he's going to be in the first two episodes, um, we were all, we were both kind of wondering, okay, who, who's going to play him? Who's going to play him? And then they came out and said, uh, Tyler whatever his last name is, is, is going to play him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. Because I'm a, you know. Yeah. You're teen wolfie. <laughs> yeah, my, my uh, 16-year-old girl in me came out. Because uh, I'm a, you know, a fan of teen wolf. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so I was like, oh, I know him. I think mm-hmm. this will be cool. And then I kind of got to look and I was like, okay, well, I don't know if he's big enough. Because I, I have, you know, this, you know, Superman prototype image right. in my head. And it's like. Okay, he's supposed to be bigger and all this, and then knowing how big Jimmy is mm-hmm. in in this or James, yeah. Um, but I think what they they did kind of trying to do some things with the angles and all that it it didn't really bother me as as much as I was I yeah. thought it was going to. Mm-hmm. I thought I was going to have concerns if Superman walks up to Jimmy and he's looking up at him. Up there, <laughs> yeah, I was so I, that kind of had me worried. But after this first episode, I, I don't, I don't have that that concern anymore. But this Superman kind of everything that he kind of did in mm-hmm. there, I was like, this is great. This is a great Superman. Mm-hmm. He's he's not he's not depressed, down in the dumps, doesn't right. give a shit. He's like, hopeful. He is. He's he's very hopeful. He's always has a smile on his face, wants to help out. Right. And I liked how. The Tyler, who plays Superman, how he had all of those qualities of of Superman and could play 
dramatic differences Mm -hmm. where he was, you know, when you first saw him, he was, you know, just kind of bumbling around and acting like, you know, Clark Kent. Right. Where you can tell a difference between Clark Kent and Superman. It's not the same person. Clark Kent is totally different. And, you know, the subtle differences with, you know, like you said, like the bum, like, you know, bumping into somebody Mm -hmm. or something like that. And that's kind of like his persona. So he can keep him separate and nobody would think that he is Super, like no, somebody like that could never yeah. be Superman. And and I like how how he did it. He could separate both, mm-hmm. both from from being you know Clutchy Clark and being Superman. And he knows it because there's a point in there where he actually you know I think when when Cat was going to show him around or something like that, and he said something to uh, Supergirl. He's like, I'm slick or suave or yeah, some, something like yeah. that. It's just. It's just really well, it's cool kind of like you know he almost has three personalities. He has Clark Kent, mm-hmm. and then he has Superman, and then he has Cal. Which you know when him and Kara, you know mm-hmm. like when he's you know saying that kind of under his breath like I got this, yeah. or when they're walking and he's talking about his superpower of telepathy or whatever and kind of joking <laughs> around. It's kind of like their L kind of relationship is you know kind of different than two mm-hmm. because it's yeah. You know, Superman is a persona, and Clark is kind of another persona, and mm-hmm. then Cal is kind of like, you know, kind of who he, when he can be his true self. Yeah, and I and I thought, you know, when the, when the episode started, that he did such a great job of of showing that you know that he is hopeful and mm-hmm. funny and cares about people and all that, and then he gets into the the DEO, and man, it, yeah, it it was tense <laughs> yeah. with. With him being in there and then seeing John Jones, and you're just kind of wondering, okay, what what's going on? These they obviously you can tell something. Obviously, up. they they have history. Something happened, mm-hmm. and you really want to find out, okay, what happened? Why? Because you just, it was it was just very tense the way that both of them were looking at each other, and you got you found you found out from season one that. Clark was not big on the DEO or the government. Or the, like the Cadmus. In, in and general. All that stuff. Yeah, yeah. He he doesn't want to be a part of it at mm-hmm. all, but understands, you know, hey, Cara, if you want to do that, that's that's fine. Yeah. But he was going to play no part mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that to see the difference in like acting styles. Yeah. Going from, you know, hopeful and all that to angry, upset, mm-hmm. intense. To see that, I think, was was awesome. And it's something that in the movie verse of, you know, the DC movie, we haven't gotten, you know, Klutzy Clark or anything like that. It's pretty much just been Superman in or glasses. Funny. You know, like, and, even like, you know, because he, like, cracks jokes, you know, kind of thing like mm-hmm. that. And it seems like in, you know, Henry Cavill, his is just brooding and, you know, trying to figure out things. And, and like, I don't you know, so much not, I don't even see when he's Clark, uh-huh. you know, that kind of kind of joking, kind of, you know nice guy that you know you don't haven't seen that yet and mm-hmm. you know it could be like after he you know the death of superman and you know when he comes back and he's more hopeful maybe he changes but yeah and i like to know, think that that's more of how the movie the movies mm-hmm. were written and directed more so than him yeah hopefully he can be able to you know mm-hmm. to do some of the things more like this superman did in in supergirl um but there was so much stuff in this episode where you got you got a new Luther, mm-hmm. which I, th- I think is cool. Yeah. Um, 
So you got obviously you got the new headquarters. You got the funny thing with, you know, Gotham mm-hmm. being being dropped. Oh yeah. <laughs> I also like good. when uh, Cat saw. You know, she's like always on top of everything. You know, mm-hmm. looks down, and then you see she sees Clark, and she's like. You, you didn't tell me you knew, you knew Clark? Yeah. Clark Kent? You know, you kind of see like this different side of her. And so I thought that was kind of funny. That's you know, awesome. Yeah. She's, I mean, she's, 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 she's a better part of the of the show. And, and she was one of the reasons why I did not want to watch. Because mm-hmm. I was like, I really don't need to see Allie McBeal. Right. And I, I, mean, I, have, her- to, I have to eat my words because she she's been a star yeah. in all of this. Yeah, I even liked last season when she made the comment about Harrison Ford calling to yeah. get a date. <laughs> and just that kind of stuff. Like, all of her little quips are just hilarious. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I think it was a good episode. Yeah, I, we'll kind of see what kind of happens with, with her. Yeah, because it kind because, of ended a little bit like you didn't know what was going on. Yeah. Like, Carl wanted, she decided she wants to be a reporter. Yeah, so you assume that her interaction with with Cat, she's not going to have as much as she did last season. Right. Cat was on every single episode because you know Cara yeah. was her assistant. Mm-hmm. That's this is the way that their relationship and all that worked. But with this this year, it seems more like okay, Cara's going to be a reporter, so she's not going to see Cat all the time. I think, I think that Cat might take. I think what I kind of see is that maybe she takes more of a mentor kind of role. Mm-hmm. So Kara will go to her when she needs advice or kind of do that kind of, yeah. you know, have that kind of relationship with Kara where it's not a boss employee. I'm telling you what to do, mm-hmm. but I'm incur. you know, I'm, I see a little bit of me in you. And so I'm kind of mentoring. I'll be here for you if you need me kind of thing. Yeah. And then I think that, you know, I don't need to see Kat every episode, but because I know when I see her, most likely you're going to get gold mm-hmm. because of because yeah. what because what we've seen so far. Um, but another thing with uh, when right now, I guess being full time employee over at the DEO, I mm-hmm. guess they snatched him up. Yeah, so, so his role is going to be completely different. Yeah, so he, so he's not going to be at Catco anymore, Mm-mm. and Cara's now a reporter, so she'll probably be you know out in the field more. I would I would assume. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so now, you know, when he got snatched away, he's over the, you know, the... Yeah, I mean, I think that it's definitely going to change the relationship with everybody and with CatCo, because, mm-hmm. you know, they all met in the office and they all hung out there and all that kind of stuff, and I think that it's going to kind of switch, and so it's kind of to see where everybody kind of falls in place this season, mm-hmm. which I think it's, it's great because you don't want it to just be season one repeat, you no, want it no, to change, no. so I think that it kind of works in CW's favor, because... You know, stuff is going to change. There's natural progressions. And so it kind of works in their favor. If something is different, they can work that into the, the storyline. So. Yeah. And speaking of, you know, natural progressions and stuff like that, James Olsen, we we both saw you know earlier this week that he's going to be the Guardian. Mm-hmm. Not sure what all that entails as far as what he's, you know, going to be doing. I think just more vigilante kind of. Yeah. Um, because, you know, the only, you know, the guardian I know is from, you know, Young Justice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. Was working, at, was working at Cadmus, just kind of protecting, I guess, people from getting in or something like that. Where yeah. He was a good guy, but he was kind of being brainwashed yeah, and I by one of the see doctors like where, at Cadmus. You know, because they kind of end Kara and uh, his relationship. She wanted to just kind of stay friends. Like, she's mm-hmm. now decided that, you know, she's kind of... 
sees that she doesn't, you know, she's kind of grown from her feelings before and stuff and sees them more as friends. Yeah. And so you kind of see like him kind of being disappointed. And I think that this is also going to change the relationship because I can see him kind of keeping it a secret from mm -hmm. them, yeah. you know, and DEO and all that kind of stuff and kind of doing this on his own. And so, you know, what that going to do to their friendship and their relationship with other people on the show as well. So, yeah. And in, in, in a way, I'm, I'm so glad that she, she did that <laughs> because I, I don't, I don't need the whole love. I mean, I don't mind it, but I can, I, you know, stuff. I, I can do I kind of feel it. like she's better than him. Like, you know, I, I feel like she could do better. I mean, he's a nice guy and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And, I, you know, that kind of show, that's just going to be part of it. Yeah. So, I mean, you're going to have to get over it. Get your inner 16-year-old and get over it. <laughs> but, uh, so, uh, you ready to move on to Tuesday? To Tuesday? To, uh, to well, Tuesday for CW. Yeah. The Flash. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, we can jump right into Flash. Um, so, this was Flash... Second episode. Now, last week we, you know, we... We railed on it. We we railed on it and not trying to rail on it. We, we pretty much... Our, our biggest problem with it was the title and calling it Flashpoint. Mm -hmm. And we couldn't separate the title and what we know of Flashpoint. I think that we built it up in our heads and we had a specific vision of what Flashpoint yes. would be. And we kind of, and then when we didn't see that play out, I think that we both were like, that's not Flashpoint. But I'm going to eat my words because this week's episode was awesome. I loved everything about what they're doing. And now I can kind of see how the first episode, mm -hmm. they needed to do it. And yeah. how now they can kind of do the whole season and kind of have stuff, you know, what I thought was going to bother me once I saw what they did with it. Mm -hmm. I, I'm I'm totally good with it. I mean, I thought it was an awesome episode. I loved everything. I loved the new the Harry Potter guy, you know, being oh, yeah. in his office mate and the mm -hmm. tension. And um, I kind of loved like Julian. They, yeah, is that his name? Yep, I wrote that down, Julian. Yeah, and I think you know kind of how they started the episode where he runs to Felicity and they're kind of like talking it out. I thought that was a perfect way to start this episode. Yeah, where he runs to Felicity in the arrow lair and. He starts talking to her, and then it kind of goes into what's been going on. It's kind of like flashback, but not... It's just him telling her the story. Yeah, so which I, I thought was really I cool. I like how that they did that. So it's kind of like you get a little bit of background, mm -hmm. and then you kind of find out a little bit that how, you know, um, Arrow was, I mean, affected minimally, you know, with yeah. Diggle's more so daughter with, more is now so a with son. Diggle. Yeah, and You older. know, just, just know that stuff did affect other people that had mm -hmm. nothing to do, and... um I mean, I think that kind of just what they showed with each character and how, you know, he comes back thinking things are going to be exactly, exactly the same. Exactly the way that they were. And it's kind of like, a, it's like the same things have happened, but people's reaction to those mm -hmm. are different. Yeah. And so, I mean, I think that's a good way to kind of play it. And it's, mm -hmm. you know, very trying to get things back to the way they were. And it's like, you, it's not. And see, and I liked how his, how Jay Garrick, his doppelganger... Dad, Dad mm -hmm. it explained it because this year they kind of did what they did last year where three months of the summer we were talking about, okay, well, they messed up the timeline. How's this going to affect it? And then they come and then they explained it, you know, within the first episode or two. Mm -hmm. I They did the same thing this year as far as I'm concerned. I'm not going to worry about it anymore or 
go down the rabbit hole and any I'm, further because it's the a other, TV show. The other good thing about the Jay Garrett conversation is he's decided he's never he's not going back in time. That's it. Look yes. into the future because I hate going down the time because again this week. I went to the whiteboard and was talking about the timelines and how things are affected and how things aren't affected. And it's like, it just makes your brain just want to just turn to mush. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause at one so point, done. at one point in the episode, flash says, okay, I- I'm going to go back in time yet again and fix this. So as he <laughs> is running through time, he gets yanked out of it. Right. You and, and, and he gets yanked out in 1998. I don't know. It was grunge season. Something, I mean, it's, you know, something, yeah, 90s. something like there. And it was, it was Jay Garrick, his doppelganger dad from earth, whatever, mm-hmm. three, four, um, who yanked him out and pretty much has been keeping an eye out on Barry because another Barry, future Barry or something told him to watch out for this kind of thing. Because yeah. he's probably going to want to go back well, plus, and you know, continue been, to try you know, to he's fix older. things. He's mm-hmm. probably been the Flash for a while. And yeah. like you said, I went through the same thing as you. And it's like you have to learn. And you know, and I, and I like the coffee cup explanation. Yeah. You I, break it and then you put it back together. Yeah. But you still have the cracks. Yeah. It's it's not exactly the same. and It's not as perfect as it was. I say perfect. It's It's not the same. Right. It's just not the same. But I liked how when they walked into the diner in the coffee shop. <laughs> They had a little uh, Dawson's Creek on the TV. <laughs> yeah. got, I got a little uh, chuckle out of that. I was like, oh, oh, yeah, you were the dad in that show, too. <laughs> See, I didn't catch that. That's a good one. So, so yeah, I actually had to uh, rewind that. And I, I, I was like, was that Dawson? And yeah. I, sure enough, it was right there. They walked into the <laughs> diner and they're, they're playing Dawson's Creek in there, which you got, you got to love that. Mm-hmm. that. That was great. So... So then you kind of so the reason he goes back to try to fix things is because the rival from Flashpoint mm-hmm. is now actually here mm-hmm. because he was at one point he was on a bus kind of I mean because and freaked out or something told the bus to stop. Well, yeah, well, like it's that. like kind of like the alchemy. The guy, the alchemy, was you know in his head. Yeah. And so it's kind of all of that with whatever that guy's going to be. And okay. Who who's your who's your your guess on who alchemy is? Now, the the uh running joke is for me is Harrison Wells. Harrison Wells. Whoever whoever <laughs> what's his name is playing, it's going to be him. Um I So I I had to I don't know yet. I feel like we might not have met him yet. I mean, now, ha- have you Googled alchemy? Um, I have. No, I have not. Okay. I Googled him. Uh-huh. And he is a scientist, doctor, person mm-hmm. who doesn't know that he has a split personality. Okay. So then my guess would be Julian. <laughs> yes. And my after reading after reading that... I immediately went to okay. My guess is now Julian, but is that is that way too obvious? Now, I mean, yeah, that seems like it would be like way, yeah, definitely, like because now his 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 name in you know the comics and all that was Albert, mm-hmm. and he had a twin brother, but 
the twin brother he really didn't have. It was somebody that Alchemine created, and it was a whole big yeah. mess up. Next, I mean, I definitely so. can see like because you know I didn't see. Jay being Zoom, but see the funny I mean, thing was the funny that. thing was that last season. I guess all we had to do is go to IMDb, and they had it up there. Oh, they did. Yeah, they had it up there, like the because like the running joke once you found out that that was Jay, it came out you know later that oh yeah, you guys could have went and found out that earlier because they somebody posted that on IMDb. <laughs> so well, I did go to IMDb. <laughs> nothing on there yet. <laughs> nothing on there yet, and it only says that that Draco. It's easier for me to just call him Draco. Uh-huh. It's only in two episodes. Now, is that just because there's only been two episodes that, that have aired? Yeah, I can see that. But he wasn't in the first I mean, because I think that he's going to be a bigger part in the story, I, would, I think. I would think. But we know that you know this whole Flashpoint kind of thing is going to last three episodes. So they only have one more episode. And if Draco was in this one, is the third episode like his last one that he's in? I, I don't know. I, don't, I we'll I mean, find out. I mean, obviously, we'll, we'll find out. But I guess they kind of need to... I mean, I feel like that there's going to be ripples throughout the season. It's mm. just that it'll get back to being more normal. Like, you know, I don't think that they'll, you know, go back and, you know, not be a crack. But I think yeah. that, like, Cisco, who's, you know, dealing with the death of his brother and all that kind of stuff... You know, at the end of this past episode, you know, you could kind of see him starting to get back to the old Cisco. And so he I'm was thinking, badass. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the last two episodes with Cisco, I mean, where you show like the multi-millionaire, Mr. Playboy kind of guy, mm-hmm. yeah, and then now showing the guy who lost his brother and is grieving and all that kind of stuff, and you know, trying to be friends. You know, at the end where yeah. he's trying to help and he's reverb and all that kind of stuff, and, and he. He's great. I yeah. mean, he he's doing, he yeah. is he's awesome at, at what he does, and because he was he's the one that stole the show for I think both you and I mm-hmm. last season. Yeah, um, and he's off to an awesome start this year with yeah, his, where he's getting to do a all little bit his, more all of his acting from playing the, the different kind of roles, but the same character, and, and it's it's coming across mm-hmm. perfect. Yeah, and yeah, and I definitely that. think of all the characters. You know, he's one of the best. Mm-hmm. And I liked how in this episode, you know, the the rivals now the rivals now back because Alchemine, I guess somehow some way Alchemine knows that there was a different timeline that got altered mm-hmm. when Flash went back, and I guess there's some people who feel like there's things missing, mm-hmm. and I guess the rival was one of these guys I don't know his name. Felt like something was missing, and so I guess he was kind of being called by Alchemine to say, "Hey, something was taken from you. Mm-hmm. I want to give it back." You know, in mm-hmm. a roundabout speaking, and so he turned him back into the rival somehow. Somehow he does it, and then way. like these husks. You know, yes, a husk. It's pretty much a, <laughs> a human, a, husk. a skinned-looking cocoon. It's basically like a snake skin of a person. Yeah, that that. Are so the person, I guess, up. when they come out of this husk. It's their mm-hmm. version of themselves that were part of this other timeline. Yeah, they were they part had of powers. Flashpoint. Uh-huh. So, there's there was other five, ones out there. And there was five, and we've only seen one, which was the rival. Mm-hmm. And I assume he was the last one out of... That's my guess, because it seemed like, you know, he five. was just talking to him. And because then, they knew the... Because there had been other husks that they had 
mm-hmm. you know, investigated before, mm-hmm. but nobody's obviously these characters are, are going to show, show up, up they some, showed somehow, up some way, which will be really cool to kind of see who, yeah, who they are. But, you know, so rival and flash, you know, flash goes and meets him down at the old sawmill, <laughs> like in flashpoint episode. Mm-hmm. And he was down there this time rival brought, brought help and asked if flash did too, if he brought kid flash and he was like, no, I can I can handle this. Yeah. He's like, oh yeah, and then that's when alchemy kind of pops off mm-hmm. and shows shows up and then does something, puts Barry on his butt. Yeah, something I mean, like he's, that. You know, kicking his ass. Yeah. Yeah, so. I mean, but I think that the episode was, you know, a solid episode. I'm, you know, I'm loving now. I, you know, just wanting to see what happens next and kind of where the, these characters go because you know, it kind of ends the episode with Caitlin. And Barry's kind of making a joke saying, oh, don't worry, because they've all decided they don't want to know the other timeline. Yeah. And yeah. they don't want to know anything else. They want to just start here from scratch and let's move on. Mm-hmm. And he makes some joke about her being an optometrist. And he's like, oh, that's just a flashpoint joke. And then you see her look and then mm-hmm. you see a little killer frost. Yeah, because she kind of holds out her hand and has like some kind of the, frost. Kind the, of, you know, that dry ice kind of uh-huh. look. Which was... Very cool because up to that point, you, you really only thought that kind of the cracks mm-hmm. in this timeline were just kind of the way people reacted to right. the situations before. Because with Iris, she was not talking to her dad, and you find out it's because she didn't, um, because he didn't tell her about his her mom. Yeah, where, which is the same thing that happened in the other one. It's just she handled it differently. Yeah, she did, and that, that's kind of what we were all kind of thinking: is okay, people are just are handling things differently, but everything has happened the same, just handling it differently. But now you kind of think, okay, well, this is new for Caitlin mm-hmm. because Caitlin, yeah, had, you knew her doppelganger in Earth Two was had this in her and was Killer Frost and was yeah a bitch. But, you so, know, this, so now it's like, what's going to happen to her character? So I'm, I'm eager to see what they're going to do with this. I mean, is this something that she's going to try and, try and hide? I, I, I hope so. Because I. I feel like she would. I think by the way, the look on her face, she was scared of what people would think. Mm-hmm. Knowing. Because, because she still knows Earth 2, Killer Frost. Right. And she was worried about turning into her. Yeah. So I'm guessing that. Is still that had still happened. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I guess we'll see. So we'll see. All right. Well, you want to move on to uh, Arrow? Yeah, let's do it. Arrow. Um, this is episode two for um, for Arrow. This one is titled "The Recruits." Mm-hmm. So this is where at the end of the the first episode, the premiere, you kind of see. They're trying to put together a new team. Yeah, he finally decided he wanted he, he was okay team. to do the team. Diggle left, went and joined, you know, re-enlisted. So mm-hmm. he's he's gone. Um, Speedy, she no longer wants to She's to just, do this, you know, play a part of mm-hmm. of any of this. And then obviously, um, Lance Black Canary died. So he he needs he needs a new team. He needs he needs help. And I guess he kind of realized that at the end of the. The episode last week, so now he's he's got the new recruits mm-hmm. and he's training them. I say training them. He's basically just beating them up. He's basically beating them up because he has them in 
he has him in like what looks like the old the old club that uh <laughs> yeah that uh Thea used to run. Mm-hmm. It, where, where the uh, old layer was underneath. Yes, yeah. it, I mean it, it looks. I mean they own looks it. Just like it. I'm pretty sure it probably is it. And so the training, because Ollie has not come out to everybody. That's that's he's trying to recruit. Yeah, he's, he's just saying he's, I'm, still, he's just the arrow. He's he still Green Arrow. Yeah. And the only person that that knows him is Mister Terrific. Mm-hmm. But the other two, Wild Dog and the speedy substitute i don't know what her name is going remember to be what her i name was. can't remember either but she's another bow and arrow yeah chick um he pretty much says you have to ring a bell you have to ring the bell behind me stand on the line go ring the bell and they have to try to get past him to ring the bell and he obviously is is whooping their ass mm-hmm. as they're trying to go and ring the bell and they keep having to go back to the line right. and doing it over and doing it over. And, and they're he's just like, taking a beating. And he's saying the purpose of this exercise is to figure out the purpose of this exercise. Yeah. Well. And you see the little flashback where, you know, you see the same. Well, of course, they have a flashback to to kind of describe and see why he's doing this. But you need to enjoy those flashbacks now because they're not going to be around next year. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm just dealing with them as they come. So, yeah. So, you see in the flashback as he is, I guess, trying to be recruited or joined the the brava yeah is that some, brava? Some, 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 the bravos or the bravas something like that yeah russian mob gang kind of thing where he's he's doing he's doing the same thing and mm-hmm. he's getting his ass kicked in there just like he's doing to his new recruits and in, it's like this one and you know when they do the the thing i'm i, I immediately thought Oh, well, they just need to work together as a team. That's the purpose yeah, of this. Yeah, me too. Duh, you, these must be on. the three dumbest recruits ever. <laughs> All you need to do is ring the bell. There's one guy. And there's three of you. Make a plan. Ring the and bell. Do it. Yeah. Instead of all of you kind of individually going, I know it, it, it's a TV show, but, <laughs> but still, it's like. Yeah. It, it would have been hilarious if they would have worked together as a team and, and done it on the first try. Yeah. And they'll be like, ha ha. That would have been hilarious. I would but have loved I mean, it. I think that like what, Fel- you know, and then Felicity is kind of like his little Jiminy Cricket almost kind of like, and see, it's like you have to, you know, it's like what you had with these other, your other team members was trust. These people don't trust you. Number one, you're not telling them, you know who all of them are, mm-hmm. but they don't know who you are. Yeah. And, and number two, you're not giving them a reason to do this. You're just beating them up. Mm-hmm. It's like the difference between Speedy and Laurel and uh, Diggle is that they knew you, that you trusted them. They trusted you. They knew that you what you stood for. And that's why it made you a team. They didn't just follow you because you were the arrow. Mm-hmm. They followed you because of the reason why you were the arrow and yeah. what you stood for. And these people don't know that. They just know you as a vigilante. So it's kind of like, duh, come on. And it's like, finally, by the end of the episode, you know, he, he, you know, shows him who he is. Yeah. After, you know? after Wild Dog was talking shit on the. Yeah. About Oliver on, Queen. On all this Oliver Queen and yeah. the, the mayor. Oh yeah. He's the, you know, the playboy mayor and mm-hmm. all that, all that stuff. <laughs> Which I mean, I think I like that. I mean, I like Wild Dog. I like his character. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a little wild, a little on the wild side. But, you know, you know, then, you know, he gets, you know, this, the, vi- the villain, I guess, of the week, the quote unquote rag man. Rag man. Yeah. With some sort of weird kind which, of cloak. Which at first I, th- I thought, which at first I thought he was, he was the, the guy that we saw at the end of mm-hmm. the I premiere. Thought the same thing. I, I thought he was the same guy. And when I first saw him, I go, I was like, 
Because when you first see him, I guess there's a guy walking down that works for you this, this Ameritrack Ameri- or whatever, some kind of medical mm-hmm. facility. And he's walking down the, the street and he gives this guy who thinks is like a bump some, some money or whatever. Well, that guy ends up, you know, stopping him and then like, grabs him. And the way that he grabs him, you kind of see like, things or something kind of come out from him and grab the guy. And I'm like, okay, so does this bad guy, he has a bow, bow and arrow, and yet he also has some kind of magical power stuff. Hey, yeah, and I'm, I'm, sitting, I'm sitting there thinking, well, I thought we were ditching the, this whole magic thing that we went through last season to be more vigilante, mm-hmm. kind of. But then when there's uh, some kind of medical thing happening downtown that the mayor put on and this company um, is pretty much paying for the whole thing for people to come in, get checked out to do things. And the mayor, obviously he's going to show up just to kind of get some good PR and, and all that stuff. Well, the, you know, the rag man shows up again. And from there, I'm like, okay, this isn't the same guy. It's this guy's, he he looks to be a little bit smaller. His, his suit is kind of greenish, Brownish, blackish, not so like black as the yeah the costume just of the kind other of guy. Seemed, he he was different, definitely yeah. different. From that point, yeah, I could, I'm like, okay, this guy's this guy's different. He's he's something else. Um, so then you know, Green Arrow shows up. Man, all he can go from is you know a little three piece business suit into his full on Green Arrow outfit and like this with bow in no time. Or where did he have that hidden? I have no, where did he have it hidden and where did the his security team go yeah. that walked in with him? <laughs> well, you know, he said that last week he can get rid of those. He's like, I could get rid of Diggle. You know, <laughs> I can do that, no problem. So as I gotta go to the bathroom, dudes. Okay. <laughs> Good luck. And so as he, you know, gets out his his bow with the the net, his little arrow with the net mm-hmm. on it. I like all of his little trick arrows he's he's got going on. It's it's they're actually quite good. And so he, he gets back and he takes a shot at Ragman to catch him, thinking, oh, this is going to be it. And then Wild Dog, who was told, like the rest of the team, because they're also kind of working mm-hmm. this event as yeah. volunteers, jumps down off the stairs or something to grab Ragman at the same time the air, the net arrow was coming. Yeah. And pushes Ragman out of the way. Out of the way. So now the arrow doesn't get anything. Ollie is pissed as all can get out because he just did that and then ragman gets away but good thing for wild dog before he got away he got a piece of material cloth or got a rag off of ragman (laughs) a piece of rag he got a piece of rag Um, well what's funny is that um you know they're you know when felicity's talking to him you know after they get done and he's railing on those guys and mm -hmm. stuff and and she's like he gave us the one piece of evidence that we can find him. And it's like, if I was Oliver, I would have said, I could have had him. Yeah, we I could have, have had him. evidence because he would have been caught. I used my net arrow. He <laughs> was right there. We were going to get him. So so then that you know kind of goes on. They do some thing, whatever. But then like the the high point for me for this episode was the, like, the end battle scene, fight scene, where mm-hmm. you see that the... Medical company, the main chick, is kind of in cahoots with church. Right. And you kind of see, 
it unraveling like, oh, well, this rag guy is trying to help. I mean, help. I mean, I was like, this isn't, he's not just attacking people. He's has a mission too. Yeah. He had, he had motivation and he was doing something Mm -hmm. that you didn't really know up until this point where he was specifically going after the, the medical company. Because, like, when this meat goes down, he shows up, but he doesn't show up for church or anything. He he goes after her. Yeah. And his magic cape or whatever, I guess, like, grabs her, picks her up or whatever. At the same time, now Arrow shows up, and now church is all salivating. He's like, oh, mm-hmm. good. Yeah, I want, I want this I want, guy. I want, I want more Green Arrow. Uh-huh. And so now those two guys are, are going after it and everything, and then... The fight scene was, was yeah. I mean, awesome. that's the one thing with Arrow is that you can always count on an awesome fight scene. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have their choreography down. I mean, this church guy. I mean, I think that you know, as this big kind of mobster, kind of badass kind of dude, I like I like him as knuckles. a yeah yeah. I mean, I like his character <laughs> and like what he's going to kind of bring this season. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, I think that's one thing that you can always count on with Arrow. Yeah, and then. At, at some point in this in this this fight, it, it comes down to where now Church is on top of Green Arrow, just pounding him, and and um, Ragman, I guess lets the the chick from the medical company go, mm-hmm. something like that to save to save Green Arrow. Yeah, and and he does, and Ollie. Kind of, sort of had, you know, what that's, I guess, what he he was willing to take a beating to see if his hunch on Ragman was correct, as though he will step in and right save somebody. Yeah, he's not just out for blood. He's a good guy, and yeah. that's kind of like what they learned with Felicity when they were doing the background and finding out all the dirt on this company. Mm-hmm. And Thea had kind of saw that meet, you know, when she was yeah. leaving someplace. But mm-hmm. and then, so then, you know. After that, you know, Ollie and Ragman are now up on the roof of this building, and Ollie <laughs> was—I guess he was—he was super impressed. The, the kid, he was talking to him. You kind of found out a little bit more about his story and mm-hmm. what happened to him. Is he's the lone survivor of the town that got nuked in last season by Damian Dark? Yeah, and he's the sole survivor. And the only reason that is is because this the rags that he was wrapped up in which his dad put him in um are thousands of years old yeah something i can't remember some exactly kind of, yeah some kind of mystical yeah spell or something i, mean, on I don't think there will ever him. be able to get a hundred percent away from magic because it's kind of just no and i, I think just, this this well, amount of of you know your your you know your rags your cape kind mm-hmm. of thing i think is cool that's that's plenty of magic don't let it revolve around there yeah. but i also kind of see this as you know what maybe this is a way where they can you know kind of bring in constantine later down the road if they want to do some kind of yeah definitely thing because of well, because no, of what like the, this kind is... of this, this guy's cape can do i'm going to call it a cape because i i don't know what else to, I, don't, I don't know what else to call it his rags. His rags. His rags. And I think you made a joke earlier that Wild Dog, you know, he's been complaining about his uh, his oh, name. Oh, yes. This whole, this whole episode, <laughs> Wild Dog was so pissed off at being called Wild Dog. He kept saying, I don't want to be called Wild Dog. Why am I Wild Dog? We yeah. need to really rethink this, this nickname. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, 
Just wait till you hear Ragman. Then you're gonna be like, you know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with Wild Dog <laughs> because I would love to see that in episode three where they're they're all they're all together and and Ollie's going through their going through their names and Wild Dog's like, you know what? I'm good. I'm I'm good with mine. Uh, you can go. You can keep Ragman. I'm I'm good with Wild Dog. Yeah, because yeah. it can always it can always be worse. And and Ragman. <laughs> Is a is it's a horrible it's a horrible name. <laughs> yeah. Granted, by the time this guy actually was a character in the comics, it was probably you know the sixties or seventies, and they mm-hmm. were just throwing shit out there. And they said, "Oh, Ragman," because he's he's got rags. He's got rags. <laughs> so, well, cool. But no, it's a solid episode. Yeah, solid episode. I like it. And at the end of this one too, the the bad guy from the first episode, he comes back in this one, and he's. At Church's place, mm-hmm. and pretty much puts Church down and says, "You almost killed the Green Arrow tonight." That's right. If you if mm-hmm. you, if you do that, I'm going to kill you. Mm-hmm. He's he's mine. Who do you think uh, the villain is now after kind of two episodes into this? Because I I have I have another guess, <laughs> and and yet all my guesses are completely obvious and are fully known. I don't know. I don't think I'm ready for a guess. You're not ready for a guess. Well, I mean, oh. I mean, if you're going to go with somebody that we've seen right now, I mean, there's, I know, I think you're going to, I think I know who you're yeah, going to you know say. Yeah, you know exactly what I'm going to say. Like I said, it's obvious. Felicity's boyfriend. Yes, the, the new detective cop guy. I mean, yeah, and that's pretty obvious. I mean, I can, I mean, I can see that. I mean, out of all of the people that we've met before, I mean, met yet, I mean, I would probably say the same thing, I guess. He's got, that guy's got to play a bigger role than just being... And Felicity's there's going to be something candy. like, you know, why he's dating Felicity. Is it just because she he knows who Green Arrow really is? And yeah. And you know who... He's he's the son of what's-his-name, right? Uh, Jack Tripper from Three's Company? Oh. Um, Ritter? Yeah. I think he's I think he's his son. Oh, well, then he... he, he, he I don't know. Okay. I'll agree with you for right now. <laughs> Today, I'll agree with you. Yes. All right. Okay. So let's move on to DC's Legends of Tomorrow, and it had its premiere, right? And so I have this—I've never seen. Oh, I've technically I've seen one episode where they went to Star City in the future, and you kind of see like a future Green Arrow. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I had not seen one thing of of Legends of DC. And my number one reason why I never really watched it was because, as you know, or maybe not, but. I don't like time travel, mm-hmm. and that's this entire show. Well, so, and, and like you, I had not seen any episodes. I did not watch a single one from last year. Now I am willing, and and, and three quarters of this show that I was watching last night, I was like, okay, I completely see why I wasn't I wasn't watching this show. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I mean, out of all the CW shows, I I mean, I think this one is the. My least favorite, definitely is my least favorite of CW. Yes. Know, oh yeah. I'll say that shows. too. Um, I I I I know they just put season one on Netflix, so I will watch season one. Yep, I'll do the same. Just so I'll you know do my due diligence, and like you said, I'm excited to see Legion of Doom. I'm excited yeah. to see Justice Society of America, mm-hmm. and just kind of see what that happens. But as far as like the the main legends team, I could really care less. Yeah, I mean, like about them. I don't. I don't. I don't it, like Brandon Ralph. 
you know, I think we both kind of feel the same thing way about him. It's like, you know, I'm kind of wishy-washy on him. I don't think you like him very much. No, Sarah, I, I can do it completely. I, I can Sarah Lance doesn't bother me. Now, I see, mean, she bothers me. The actress, she bothers me. I guess and I see, just don't. I, 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 don't, I don't mind her. And then, um, but the guy who plays Arsenal, I just, you know, I don't really like him either. The fire guy. Oh, the fire. I mean, the, yeah. the doctor. He sounds like he's trying to talk lower than, I mean, now his, I, I think, I think his voice is low to begin with, but like, he's like overdoing it. Like in the episode last night, I think that he overdid it. Now he was kind of more of the, the comedy relief because he's just kind of and more I feel of like a, that's kind he's, of like he's kind his, of more of just like the, the muscle. He's like the, the muscle the one-liner. Dumb, the, the dumb muscle, yeah. Dumb muscle one-liner who just wants to get drunk. But I do like I do like the the fire, firestorm, the two guys that play him, the mm-hmm. doctor and then the kind of mechanic guy. Yeah. You know? I like their character. And I like this new guy that they're bringing in. I kind of liked how they had mm-hmm. the arrow and used him. You know, the guy kind of runs in on Oliver Queen and all that this was, stuff. And that I, was an awesome part about, about this episode where he's... You know, running through an office building, like, okay, what the hell's going on with this? And then you, you he stumbles across and he's get, picking himself up off the yeah, ground or something like that. Yeah, Star City. And you're like, yeah. why are you... Like, what the hell's going on? And then you see that he's he's at Ollie's, at the mayor's office. Uh-huh. Like, oh, this is, this is cool. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. And then they, you know, he's he pretty much tells Ollie that, you know, he, he knows, knows that he's the Green Arrow. And Ollie's just like, get out. What? It kind of freaked Ollie out for a second. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like that. I like that guy. I like his character. I like, you know, kind of like what he would bring to the show. Cause you know, cause he's like the guy who knows all about history mm-hmm. and has done all the research and kind of sees where they kind of have gone and is smart enough to kind of figure all of that stuff out. Mm-hmm. And Which I think that part's cool. Yeah. I like that. I, I mean, you know, when they go to France and they're, you know, doing their thing and stuff. It's like being all dressed up as three musketeers and yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah, okay. But then it's like, then at the end when you see Damien dark and then you see, you know, there's some sort of time, you know, like when they're all back and I kind of like how they were all like separated and it's like, of course you're going to have her at why out of all the times in the world, would you put her in Salem during the witch trials? Yeah. Her. And, uh, I have no idea why. And then the Jurassic period. I mean, okay, let's. I don't know if he just scattered them, like you didn't know where they were going to go or what. But anyway, I mean, I kind of, I kind of like that. And then when they showed Justice Society of America, now that's going to be cool too. So Mm -hmm. it's like bringing in those other aspects. Like, are they? I don't know if they're still going to do all of the time travel things. You know how what they're going to be doing with the show. But I mean. I liked it enough to be interested in what's going to be happening next. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it because you know, when they get when they finally get the the team back together again, and when I say the team back together, it's not from all, my knowledge, it's not the whole team from last year because you don't have Hawkman and Hot Girl or whatever. Yeah, and we don't know Hawk, what happened, and then know, you don't have don't Captain Cold or whatever his name is. So you don't. So there's three people that you don't have. That were on yeah, the team and, and last like year. right now, I mean, we probably, if you've watched last season, you know what happened to them. Yeah. But this is what, you know, we'll find out. Because I know I've heard some things about what's happened. I don't know what happened to all of them, but. Yeah. yeah so Fox is doing like, another prison break. And yeah. The guy had to go. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so I guess, you know, we'll see what happens next week. I mean, I'm going to stick with it and let you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I liked how they, you know, they, they said that there's, there's another time traveler who is 
jacking up everything. And I was like, okay, that, like that, so that piqued my interest. And that was at the, like the last 15 minutes mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. where, like the show that I liked. Because then they wasted no time on letting you know who that was. Right. When reverse flash showed up and took out all these Russian guys for Damien Dark. Yeah. And it's like, okay. So here's the start okay. of the Legion I, of I Doom. love me some reverse flash and I, I, I need more reverse flash. So I, I will watch because of that. And then late, like just minutes later after that, as the team is trying to leave 1942 or get back to their ship to leave, the justice, the justice society shows up. I'm like, all right, this is awesome. Can we get some of these team members to be on the team full time? Right. Mm-hmm. Which fingers crossed that'll happen. Yeah. So yeah, I guess we'll uh, see what's, what's going to happen next week. And I think that, uh, Wraps up our CW shows. Yep. All now CW we all, shows are done. Now we got to move on to ABC and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes. This is episode three. This is entitled Uprising. And I have to say, I, I sure hope that Ghost Rider somehow, some way, gets a show. It can even be on ABC for all <laughs> I care. For, for what they have shown me in the first three episodes with Robbie Reyes mm-hmm. and his story and the special effects that they have been able to do. I'm fine. If you want to, you know, yeah, put this into another ABC show and have it, you know, start up next year or whenever, yeah. or if you, even if you do Netflix, I'm completely fine. I just want to see more ghost Rider, And I know that ghost Rider is not going to be on agents of shield forever. Right. His time is going to He's not to going to become end. an agent. No, he's, like, not, he's not going to be, be, he's not gonna be full time. So it's kind of like just this side story. And it's like you kind of want to see more. Because this week we got more with his brother. Yes. And I, it's like I want to know more about their story. Just, mm-hmm. you know, just them. Yeah. And I thought that I thought his brother in this, because this was the first time where we actually, you know, heard him speak and act. Yeah, you get to see that. a little bit more and of him. And I thought that kid did a great job. At that, and then pretty much telling, you know, Daisy or Quake or whatever. Yeah. Daisy, you know, you need to leave my brother alone. Yeah. And it's kind of like, you know, you have this dynamic of Robbie is doing this to protect his brother. Mm-hmm. And his brother doesn't know all about, you know, Ghost, Ghost Rider. Rider. his night and job. He, yeah. And so he's protecting his. So it's like, you know, he feels like he needs to protect Robbie. So it's like you get this dynamic of both of them trying to protect each other. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like when Daisy's gone... And Robbie comes in. He's like, where, you know, where is she? He's like, I don't know. She just, you know, she was gone when I got up. So, you know, it's kind of yeah. like that dynamic, I, I think, is, it's intriguing. Yeah, it is. And it's and it's it's a relationship that, I mean, you know isn't going to work out because she's on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and he's Ghost Rider. So hopefully he'll get his own show. Well, technically, she's not an agent. I know, but she's... She's rogue. She's on the payroll of... <laughs> yeah. Agents of Shield, but so you know that there's a relationship that's not going to mm-hmm. work out. They'll probably work together, yeah, and stuff like that. But I thought that this episode was also cool because I didn't really notice until the end of it that you didn't even see Ghost Rider. No, he just had you know just had that little fire burning in his eyes at that that one point where um, he was going there to you know save his brother. Mm-hmm. And because at this time there was some kind of uh, yeah they had their EMP like where EMP. the different cities have been blacking out mm-hmm. and all cars are disabled 
except his because you know his is before what the eighties or whenever they started mm-hmm. using no computer in it. Yeah, so it's just going going through the streets and stuff mm-hmm. and and see and I saw somebody on on Twitter that said oh that 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 can't happen because the car still has a battery and and all all of this stuff but. It's Ghost Rider it, car. It it it, it can it, it can happen because I'm going to bring in some other nerd stuff. I also watch Extreme Four by Four, and Ian in there he is putting together a end of the world zombie apocalypse vehicle, <laughs> which if there is no electric and some you know EMP gets set off, his vehicle will be able to run. Mm-hmm. And so. I'm like, yeah, there, there, there's, there's a way. It's, it's a, way, there's a way it can happen. And even if not, it's a TV show, dude. It's a TV show. Yeah. Just, just go with it. Just it's, go. Just go with it. Just get lost in it. So <laughs> become part of the world. Yeah. So, so that, so that was awesome. Seeing all that, and you know, those as he's there with his trying to pick up his brother, the thugs come over, and you know, they touch his car, and he. Heats up his car and it gets. Mm-hmm. It's, oh, it's hot! Uh, love it. Yeah, it's like you. It's like Robin doesn't need Ghost Rider. No. no. <laughs> yeah. So the speaking of the EMP. So this is their the whole reason behind them going off. Yeah, which is like you know they say it's the Inhumans are doing this, and you know you come to find out, and it's like you knew that that wasn't going to be it. You find out it's that wild dog or the wild. Whatever they are, whatever the they, you know, the guys with the tattoos on their hand, yeah, you know, they're doing this to kind of make people hate the Inhumans because they Mm -hmm. hate them, and to kind of like bring them out. So you see Yo Yo, you know, in a way to put in a way to kill certain, yeah, certain Inhumans or uh, specifically Inhumans because this this show is has to do a lot with Inhumans, but the reason that they know that she's there at this hotel is because she's on the Accords. Right. And this is like the whole reason Captain America didn't want to do it is because people are going to use it for bad. You're going to yeah. have a list of potential targets, mm-hmm. really, is what's going to happen. Yeah, and you know where and you know where these people are at all times because if they have to travel, they they just know that they're going from here to, you know, right. where mm-hmm. she went from, you know, LA to Miami. Mm-hmm. Where it's it's ridiculous. You don't it's if if these inhumans need to be tracked and there's an accord for them to have to sign and all that, well, you know what? Then there probably needs to be something for every single person in the world. Yeah, I mean, this is. I mean, I just don't agree with. It's. Know, I'm I'm pro Captain America. Well, yes, so am I. Team Cap. Team Cap, and and it's like this is this is number one kind of reason why because now these people were able to find there's an inhuman in here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and people, they're making people so afraid of them. It's like you don't even care about who these people are. You don't even see them as a person anymore. They're just some monster that can't be. It's like, it's like I'm not any different than five minutes ago when we were talking and dancing and hanging out and having a good time. Just because I can do this doesn't mean it changed me as a person. I mean, I was inhuman five minutes ago and you didn't care. Yeah, her friends, man. That one, the bride or a whatever, bitch. man. She was a bitch. One, one other thing. If if they know the inhuman that there was an inhuman at the hotel and travel and all that, don't you have better intel like a name, photo, 
You yeah, would think that, that these guys would have it. Uh-huh. Yeah, and the other interesting part about this is that you find out that the person in the government, you know, that the one woman, the mm-hmm. senator, you know, she's kind of behind this. Yeah. And then you see I think one there's of those, probably somebody pulling her chain, but... Well, you see that, that you know, she's talking to the room, and then uh, you see that... Because her brother? Is that... Did she I don't know. Her brother? I don't know if it was who it was. I didn't catch it if they, she said it. I think but she, that person is, like, still in... I'm guessing it's still in the shell. I don't know if that person has come from their... That person hasn't been hatched yet. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, that kind of adds to the story. So, I mean, I kind of like that, you know, and it kind of, you know, kind of show like, you know, if this list gets in the wrong hands and it's Mm -hmm. like, you know, you'd never, who you're going to trust and all that kind of stuff. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I liked how they, how Fitz... And, you know, the team is trying to solve this by, you know, using corks Man, and, you they, know. They boy scouted the shit out of that, didn't they? I know. <laughs> that was awesome. I thought that was pretty good. I thought and that Fitz was And was trying good. to explain it, and these two just weren't weren't following it. And he was just like, never mind. Yeah. I'll, just, I'll tell you what you need to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing that, the only thing that, I mean, bothered me, and not, not really, was with, uh, um, I was about to say Caitlin. It's not Caitlin, but uh, uh, Simmons. Oh, uh-huh. Jenna. Jenna. And, you know, the doctor trying to fix May. And, you know, they're trying to get this crazy out of her. And they're like, well, we have to kill her. But as long <laughs> as we bring her back, you know, so we're, they're going to get the, the things charging. And he's like, hold up, hold up. We got to wait. We got to wait. And, of course, power goes out. It's like, I could yep. see that coming a mile away. <laughs> really? You're going to do this? And so I'm glad May's back. Yes, I'm glad May's back. And I and I knew from the moment that that the power went off that obviously he has a robot that he's going to take power from. I yeah, I, I thought I knew that maybe that. Jenna was going to find out about his so did I. I thought, robot. But I it thought like that he, that's when he was going to have to get the robot to come out and do something. That's how I thought uh-huh. she, that Simmons was going to find out about the robot. But instead, he just he just goes in there and gets you know Metallo's heart, yeah. and then comes back out and hooks it up to the. Battery. I think that it's going to start her asking questions. Yeah, like, like what where, is this? Like, where is you know? I know this is something that you've been working on in your spare time, but what does this power? Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. I'm sure we'll so, probably I mean, I see that. That's going to be starting some questions. So, I mean, I thought it was a good episode. Um, I mean, another pretty spot on episode for agents of shields. And I think this season they've been really kicking it up a notch. I think mm-hmm. moving to the nine o'clock shot, uh, spot has really helped mm-hmm. their show just, you know, dynamically and, you know, just the effects and being able to tell kind of a different story and, you know, changing that is really kind of helped them. Mm-hmm. And I think they're on the right path as far as, you know, when they first started the season, I, I was always like, okay, so what are they going to do once ghost rider, is done, mm-hmm. runs out because he's not going to be there all year long. Yeah. He's eventually not going to be. You need to start building up the story. Going? Yeah. That once his time is done, you have this other story that keeps people's interest mm-hmm. in there. Granted, it's it's now still kind of the same kind of thing, inhuman, going to kill inhumans and all that stuff. But I am intrigued to see how it's going to. To go, yeah. And also knowing that now Shield in this episode, they they came back out, yeah. So they had their coming out party. Yeah, they had their coming out party 
to pretty much come out to, to squash everybody's worry about inhumans, inhumans mm-hmm. doing this. The ones that were in charge of this, where they came out and said, no, inhumans, they're not, they're not behind this. There's another organization. Don't worry. We're, you know, S.H.I.E.L.D. is back. We're on top of it. We're going to handle this. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was good and a perfect way for S.H.I.E.L.D. to come back out and to, you know, reintroduce themselves to the world after, you know, being taken over by Hydra and all the shit that happened, you know, way back, you know, Captain America, Winter Soldier times, you know, two years ago or whatever that was. Mm-hmm. But it was a solid episode. Yeah. Loved it. Yep. So. Can't wait for next week. So that leaves us with Gotham. 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 And man, I thought it was. I thought it was a. It was, it was a decent episode. Yeah, I, I, I liked last week's a little bit better. I liked last week's a little bit better as well. Um, I didn't have you know. I had you know some little problems with it that I would we say tend to have with Gotham shows. It's like my pet peeve on Gotham is, and I'm you know beating a dead horse here is villains that are for Batman, not for Jim Gordon. And last week when they had Jervis. On there, he wasn't the Mad Hatter. He was just some guy with like hypnotic abilities, mm-hmm. you know, looking for his sister. And then this week they go all Mad Hatter with the Tweedledee, Tweedledum kind of guys. And then he dresses up his sister Alice mm-hmm. in the Alice in Wonderland outfit and had a tea party. And it's like you're going full Mad Hatter. Yeah. This isn't for Jim Gordon. This is for Batman. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what's left? So. That's just my pet peeve. Other than that, I mean, the, I mean, the story itself was entertaining. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. It was entertaining. I, I mean, I, you know, obviously, I, I watched it and didn't have, you know, yeah, no problem. You know, any problems? You know, Jim going through, it, you know, getting, you know, seeing Lee and kind of talking to her and kind of doing that. You know, mm-hmm. what's going to happen with with their story and stuff? I'm, you know, interested in that and interesting to see what happens to the. Uh, Police chief, yeah. They was, knew his. Because he, he was, was he was a dipshit, and he knows that that Alice's blood was contaminated, and he stands over this blood puddle. Mm-hmm. Where's like, this blood? Oh, what's this from? blood? Where where does come from? And he looks up as blood drop goes into his eye, and then something funky happens so, to his yeah, face who knows and what's veins or something. Him. And he was just kind of like, oh no, yeah. Because it says it just brings out your true self. Is that what it... It was something. It wasn't like it something, made you crazy. Something like that. It yeah, like yeah it, it doesn't turn it does everybody some, into the same thing. Yeah, it depends on you. It depends on mm-hmm. the person. It does something to you. So, we'll see what happens to him. Yeah. So, I mean, anytime you can have an, an episode without Fish Mooney, thumbs up for me. Yeah. Well, now, cool. out, of, out of all the episodes... Out of all the episodes, it, it was you know because we watched six episodes this week. That would be number Full week. that would be number six for me. Hmm. If I was ranking them, that's number six. I don't know. I think it's six or five. <laughs> and I know who you're going back and forth. It's I'm, Legends. Yeah, between Legends and Gotham, they're pretty pretty much tied for fifth and sixth. Mm-hmm. Because somebody has to be fifth and sixth. Yeah. Somebody has to be. But, uh, so now we're going to do, since we had six shows this week, we're going to do our pick of the week. Okay. You want me to go first? Uh. Or you want, you can go first. I'll go, I'll Lady, go first. Ladies first. Hey, I'll do it. Okay. So I think my pick of the week is going to be Supergirl this week. Okay. 
Um, I thought it was an awesome episode. I thought moving to the CW was, you know, a good move for them. I thought the show, everything about it, I liked. You know, I was surprised about, you know, you know my things that I was kind of worried about with Superman. I was like totally, you know, showed, you know, it showed that, you know, they they did it really awesome. Also, I wanted to put in the kind of I noticed three different times at least where they had throwbacks to the uh Richard Donner, Christopher Reeve Superman because uh-huh. um <laughs> <laughs> and uh that's like the little fan fan girl kind of, you mm-hmm. know, throw where uh, Kat's new assistant is Mrs. Teschmacher, and that's like what Gene Hackman's. Yep. And then she would yell it. She yelled it just like he yelled it. <laughs> I mean, exactly. It's like she watched a, how Gene Hackman did it and did it exactly like mm-hmm. it. Because it's like, that's what I heard when I heard it. Yeah. And then you had like when Wynn was uh, <laughs> meeting Superman and going all fanboy on Superman, he's like, oh, can, you, can, you, can you tell me like what happened when you know Lex Luthor had the earthquake in California? Like... <laughs> Dude, that's the same. That's like a throwback to that show too, because that's exactly mm-hmm. what happened. And then, um, and then the other one I caught was with Lo- uh, the girl Luther, you know, and she's in the helicopter, and she's like, "I know, oh, I know mm-hmm. that flying is still st- statistically the safest way to travel." And there you go. And there's yep. your other throwback. So I mean, I kind of thought that was awesome how they kind of did that too. So I'm gonna go with Supergirl as my pick of the week. Your pick of the week. Well. I am going to go with Supergirl as well. What? I, I know. I, I I went back and forth between Supergirl and Flash, but it, it came down to this for me. I thought that Supergirl had the best premiere out of all the CW shows. Okay. I can see that. I, think I mean, that, I thought I it was better than Flash. I thought it was better than Arrow, and it was better than Legends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. and I thought that, yes, Flash this week was an awesome episode. Loved it. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to see where it goes from here. But I just feel that the that with this being Supergirl's season premiere, you have Superman on there. And this Superman, to me, did a much better job than the Superman in the movies. Yeah. I mean, he of, of hitting Of hitting all the notes of Clark Kent and Superman. Mm-hmm. And not just playing a depressed, I don't care Superman who wears glasses every once in a while. Mm -hmm. I thought that that this was great. I thought that it was awesome where you know that there's an age difference between Superman and Supergirl. But yet, these two actors are super close in age. And I thought Wynn had an awesome little, you know, one-liner or whatever saying, aren't you, you know, like... Like, what do you say, like 12 or 13 years right. older than Card? You age well. Yeah. I thought that was an awesome way to kind of poke a little fun at, at it. And I yeah. thought that and there, I, there was a lot of that in, in Supergirl where, yeah, it's a new show moving over from CBS. It's on the CW. There's There are some, some plot holes kind of things, but they poke, they poke fun at, at most of them. And right. It, it was great. And then, of course, you had the, the Gotham... Gotham line in there where Superman and Supergirl were flying after the drones, where I think the special effects on the drones this year looked better than the ones last year. Mm-hmm. The ones last year weren't bad, but I thought that this was just kind of a more polished version of yeah. that. And as Superman is protecting, you know, the the you know civilians from these drones and all that, one of the the dads on the street, he's like. 
we're moving back to Gotham. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that, you know, with the, the Gotham you know, one-liners, all the references back to the Superman movies, Mm -hmm. and then, you know, having Lex Luthor in there. Or Lena. Lena Luthor, but mentioning mentioning Lex. Yeah. So obviously you know that he's he's not going to appear on this show. It's going to be her, and I think she will most likely be the new new main baddie. I don't think Lord will be there. I think that's more of a casualty of moving from... L.A. to Vancouver to mm-hmm. do your show. Um, or, you know, I could see also he, you know, he wasn't in every episode last year. No, he So, you he know, wasn't. he's kind of like a, you know, use them when you need them kind of guy. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. I, I see. So, I mean, point. I could see that, you know, maybe he doesn't, he's just not in as many episodes. Mm-hmm. But. Um, and then, and then setting up Metallo. Yeah. I'm like, man, we got, they got a lot of stuff in Squeezed on this. into that episode. And, it, and it was great. Yeah. It was great. So I'm really looking forward to to next week to see how Superman and Metallo and Supergirl and all that, how they uh, solve this whole thing. So mm-hmm. And then Cadmus. Yeah. Who's, who, what's going to happen with that? Cadmus. Because that's where they took, uh, what's his name, and turned him into Metallo. Right. And that's where supposedly their dad is. Mm-hmm. So, um, so. we'll see. So I guess our pick of the week. Both of us picked Supergirl for this week. Yeah. So Who would have thought? <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't even want to watch it last year. I know, and I was, I was, I, I, I was even hoping that it would be canceled because I didn't want another show to do on our podcast. Mm-hmm. But now, I, now. I, I am so happy that it's on CW. <laughs> <laughs> it is awesome. Love it. Well, cool. I think that's going to wrap it up for us this week. It was a long, busy week. Yeah, next week will be the same. Yep. So. So next week we'll be squeezing in Longmire next week. So hopefully we'll be getting that out Monday, Tuesday next mm-hmm. week. And um, we'll also have our regular reviews on Friday as well next week. So, hey, let us know what you think. Um, you can always find us at Twitter, at ScreenBeansPod. You can like us on Facebook. Let us know what you think of the shows. And as always, you can find us at ScreenBeansPodcast.com. You can find the episodes there. And uh, find out a little bit about us and uh, just let us know what you uh, think. So I think that's going to be it for this week. We'll uh, check with you guys later. 